Larry, buddy. Hi, friends. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm just a big ball of viruses. <laughs> I'm Dan Beecher. Oh, Dan. So sorry I- to hear that. Sorry about my voice, everybody. I am uh, in the midst of a uh, a plague. I have a I, I caught the plague. Maybe you've heard of it. Yeah, I, it's <laughs> it's been flying under the radar. But y'all, you, it, some of you astute listeners might recognize the uh, the COVID nineteen thing. <laughs> oh, remember I when we laugh. were just calling it when we were just calling it the coronavirus? It well, yeah, because. Because we didn't know that everything was a coronavirus. Yeah, not everything, but... All right. Well, Dan, something very big happened uh, this week uh, to a certain televangelist who we love and adore. Impossible. And we will be be talking about Pat Robertson and his his ultimate demise. You guys, we killed him. We did it. I don't know what power Frank and I have. We, I think the collective power of all of the priesthood mm. that you and I have given out yes. was summoned when you and I called out his name last week <laughs> on our 600th episode. Indeed. And, well, uh, and, so, and a little bit yeah. of magic happened in the yeah. world. I'm just going to say it. And let's just, we'll be getting getting to that on, like I said, the second half of the show today. First, yeah. we have some news, some stuff going on, Dan. Yeah. Um, the first one that I want to talk about is the ongoing uh, saga of uh, Target being a, a target, I guess. Target the store <laughs> being a target of the conservatives in this country. Initially, over the fact that they had some uh, LGBTQ plus... Uh, themed products uh, for Pride Month uh, right. that just caused outrage online, especially since a lot of the out- a lot of the outrage, of course, coming from the fact that uh, people were making up products that Target didn't actually have. Correct. Getting mad about that, that. there were children's swimsuits that were uh, uh, tuck yeah, friendly, tuck friendly swimsuits, and they, yeah. they just didn't have that product. They had a product like that. It was for an adult. Yeah, they did not have it in children's sizes. We cannot say that enough. I'm still outraged, though. I'm I'm outraged (laughs) that it might have happened, that it was possible that it could happen. And uh, so anyway, um, it it, it continues, Dan. This uh, last week, I guess, some images were released online that caused much outrage uh, amongst Christians uh, purport, these images purportedly showed uh, satanic themed clothing products, as well as a mannequin looks, and it it looks like a, 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 a target mannequin with a goat head. Oh. Um, and uh, the the children's clothing, of course, there was a upside down um, or a pentagram yeah. uh, with a goat head in the middle dress. <laughs> little black, cute little dress for a girl, uh, as well as some red. It's kind of like Target red uh, sweatshirts for boy and girl with these really cute goat head, white goat heads with like uh, the Target uh, symbol, <laughs> that circle with the, the dot in the middle, the red. Uh-huh. Those were the eyes. Okay. Right? Really cute. I was I was like, where can it I actually so- get it that one? It sounds like 
the Lucian Greaves collaboration is going great. <laughs> Indeed. Turns out all, all of them, uh, AI generated images. Uh, well, gee, there's a shock. Yeah. yeah from because, a, an absolutely unbelievable story and yeah. in a non credible story. I mean, the, that, that, yeah. Is, was definitely believed by a whole bunch of right-wing ding-dongs. And I think the first clue here uh, that these are fake images or synthetic images, as I've heard them called recently, <laughs> um, is that uh, the children don't look happy. I think the children would be delighted to be wearing these clothes. Uh, it's, actually, it's actually a detail that one of the uh, Facebook outrage people she noticed this as well. She stated, uh, look at the faces of these children. I feel in my spirit. They even knew there was something satanic with making them be <laughs> photographed with these clothes on. <laughs> if you are a Christian and a parent and you shop at Target, Lord have mercy on you. <laughs> um, I love it. I feel it in my spirit. Oh my God. Uh, your Can spirit, I just say your spirit just lied to you, sweetheart. Can I just say how obvious it is, Walton family, that you released these photos? <laughs> Come on, Walmart. <gasps> this is an obvious smear campaign, and you should be ashamed of yourselves. Um, let's see. So these ding-dongs already shop at your store anyway. Yeah, They don't go to exactly. Target. The Target's too fancy for them. No, they're really rethinking it. Uh, another Facebook user named Linda uh, wrote, Target has really gone over the edge. Not enough, uh, not enough they are making swimsuits for little boys to tuck. They need to go away too, <laughs> she says. Uh, so she's, she's going to join the, this boycott. Clearly, she's, she's done. They're just done with it, Dan. They're just, they're, they're just, they cannot believe it. They're, they're cute little Target yeah. with the um, Studio McGee decorations. <laughs> they I just, just say, you guys... We can't do these jokes. What? The problem with these jokes is they're funny for us. I'm, and I'm talking about like creating this kind of imagery oh, and putting it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're funny for us, but they have real consequences on like stores that we need to support. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. like the very, the very like organizations that are already trying to swim upstream to get past the hate. Mm -hmm. The hateful people like yeah. shitting on them. We're, we're just making things worse. We don't, don't, yeah, don't do this joke. I get it. I think it's a funny joke, but they're too stupid to actually, you know, anyway, you know, if I can have fewer spaces or I'm sorry, more spaces with fewer Christians of this, <laughs> of this ilk in them. <laughs> I'm all for it, Dan. Yeah. Like this is just, let's, this is the great filtering that's happening okay. in the United States right now that okay. I, that I actually honestly think is a really bad thing. Um, but as long yeah. as they're going to be so awful, fine. Don't, don't shop where I shop. Right. I'll and, be okay. Uh, and let's be honest. And so will the target, target. Yeah. The target shareholders can afford to take a little hit. <laughs> Yeah, fine. yeah. You're, I mean, you're fine. Shut up. This isn't going to shut down Target. People will keep shopping there. Most people do not care about this kind of outrage. But honestly, wherever uh, wherever I can get that uh, those little sweatshirts, I want one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, is someone producing those? Yeah, and and I have to. I also really do have to admit, 
these are really good AI. Uh, yeah. Fakes. Yeah. The, the one of like the mannequin, I would completely 100% believe that that's that at least was staged <laughs> somewhere. Right. It's amazing. The, so. Yeah. We got to watch out for the AI art and, and stuff. It's, it's going to be a problem yeah. real, real soon. I mean, it's one reason why I felt, that it's it's worth bringing up, right? Like we yeah. all know that this is out there and that it's happening, but we we really do need to be aware of it. And you know this this knife does cut both ways, right? Like yeah. like we should not be uh, like it would be fun to create images of I don't know Christians up to no good, right? But like yeah. we shouldn't do it, right? Like no. like we really need to stay away from like. Um, Unless it is a glaringly obvious joke that they still won't understand, but everybody else will. You can't. You le- and also just don't trust any image ever again. You have to tr- check and double check everything. Yeah, and know where to check. If anything's too good or too bad to be true, yeah. you have to you have to find a, a reliable source the, for it. The Pope wearing a very stylish, very hip white Puffy. Balenciaga. A uh, puffy jacket, probably fake. Probably. Well, Pro- yeah. Probably if it had fake. been Pope Benedict, maybe oh, I would have. Yeah, you, you. I would still <laughs> believe it's real if it had been done. They, they picked the wrong Pope, is what they did. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm gonna take us to uh, where is this? In Fort Worth, Texas. Ooh, uh, where they have the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. Oh, uh, a very important institution. Mm. We need our Baptists instructed correctly about uh about jesus and whatnot unfortunately they're they're not uh the baptists are not getting their educations the way they used to literally they have lost two-thirds of their enrollment since 2002 oh okay Uh, meanwhile expenses have gone up by at least a third so that's I don't know I don't know if you studied math when you were in college, but <laughs> not generally not that advanced of math. I will say that dro- dropping, I, I have a degree in the fine arts. We didn't get that advanced, right? So dro- <laughs> dropping uh, your your uh, your your tuition revenue mm. by two thirds and having expenses go up by a third, that's not great for an institution. That is um, that th- that is a fun word problem though. It is. Or at least the start of one. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, they have had about, yeah, it's been like two decades of fiscal mismanagement, uh, including now a $140 million operating deficit in that time period. Now, of course, they have an endowment that they've been drawing on and blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah, it's not great. That's not how you're supposed to do business. I've got a figure here in front of me that I have to believe was fudged in one uh, one figure because they're saying that they ran an average deficit per year of six point six seven million dollars. Oh, wow! I think they may have accidentally. They may have actually like. You think they spent- rounded? They they I, they intentionally spent a little more just to make sure it wasn't six point six six. 
I don't know. Anyway, uh, it's been lots of, there have been lots of uh, different people at the helm. Uh, one Paige Patterson, we talked about him many years ago. He, mm. he had to, he was fired back in 2018 uh, for mishandling sexual abuse. So he had to leave. Then there was President Adam Greenway who resigned uh, not long after that in 2022 Fewer, less than four years after after he took office, uh, he cited quote reputational, legal, and financial challenges uh, as being more than he was willing to fuck around with. So oh, wow. So oh. uh, who knows? It's it's still going for now, but uh, nobody's going to it. So that's a good sign in my mind. <laughs> Indeed. All right, Dan. Yes. The Mormon Church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, as they would prefer us to call them. Mm-hmm. Um, they you sure would those Mormons. They uh, the, <laughs> those Latter Day Saints. Dan, uh, the First Presidency. That's the top group of three elderly white men who run the church. <laughs> um, yep. They have uh, written and released and had read over the pulpit. In all of their, uh, I'm assuming their United States wards, churches, yeah. uh, congregations, a letter, Dan. Oh. With a warning. They've issued a warning. Um, oh. And I was actually, I don't know if taken aback is the, it's, really? it's, it's not earth shattering. Like, like the, the, this was actually like, I saw this. Uh, an opinion piece in the Salt Lake Tribune about this and uh, the writer of it, a staff writer at the Tribune, he took it to mean a, like that th- this is sort of a, a, a monumental uh, letter. Oh. I didn't take it that, that far. He, so the letter is a warning to its members against straight ticket voting. Oh, so they're then they're they they they're they're stating that blindly voting for one political party without weighing individual candidates and their stances on important issues is, quote, a threat to democracy and inconsistent with the church's teachings. What um, does that mean? Mitt Romney's going to be running as an independent <laughs> What are they planning? What are they up to? I don't know, but here's here here's the wording. Dear bro- dear brothers and sisters. Good. Um citizens of the United States have the privilege and duty of electing office holders and influencing public policy. It opens with and skipping yeah. forward it says some principles compatible with the gospel may be found in various political parties and members should <laughs> seek candidates who best embody those principles. Members mm. should also study candidates carefully and vote for those who have demonstrated integrity, compassion, <laughs> and service to others, regardless of party affiliation. I think they are worried about Donald Trump. They're saying, don't, don't vote. Look, vote, obviously, vote Republican yeah. every other way. <laughs> yeah, don't... <laughs> Don't, for the love of God, don't vote for a Democrat in like a Senate election or whatever. But Donald Trump's a problem, you guys. Yeah. 
they they really lost control of their people. They they have. I don't. Trump. So I don't know how effective this is going to be, and that's the thing that like that's where I sort of separate from the the opinion writer at the Tribune, where he was like, all you have to do is read between the lines here, and it's really clear what they're saying, and blah 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 blah. And I'm just like, yeah, but they're not going to. They're pretty. Uh-huh. They're, it's it's the all the polling nationally says that that politics are the thing that people are really entrenched in. Right. And people are seem to be willing to kind of shift churches now. Right. Based on their political leanings. And so Which, traditionally that Mormons would not, they never would, would have considered would not be included in that. Yeah. But at this moment, yeah, it's not like, here's what's funny. What I see happening is not Mormons leaving Mormonism to follow to their political passions they just believe in a different Mormonism. I think there's a, a, yeah. And I don't know if that turns into an official schism, right. Or right. if it, it becomes almost de facto that you just sort of, that the, the Mormons will continue to filter themselves into uh, sort of geographically, right. That like right. the more open-minded liberal type Mormons will be closer to downtown Salt Lake mm-hmm. and the rest of them will be in Provo. Uh, this is also from this letter. It says merely voting a straight ticket or voting based on tradition without careful study of candidates and their positions on important issues is a threat to democracy and inconsistent with revealed standards. See doctrine and covenants 9810. So I actually have doctrine and covenants 9810 pulled up. Uh, it to be says, clear, doctrine and covenants is part one of the Mormon. Uh, scriptures. That's true. That's one of the lesser known sort of it's out a weird in the world. It's, yeah. it's sort of tacked onto the back of the Book of Mormon, but it's a different thing. And it, it's, it, I, I wouldn't say it's tacked onto the Book of Mormon. It is a separate book. The, there's no... So right. they have I'm like... Just, I'm just saying like that's where you get it. You don't buy it itself. I, yeah, right, I suppose. So Doctrine and Covenants 98.10 says, Honest men and wise men should be sought for diligently to run the government. It's worded really poorly. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Joseph Smith was almost illiterate. So um, he's a poor writer. (laughs) But anyway, so they're really leaning into this. This is widely being uh, touted as the most strongly worded political statement that they've made over the pulpit on this topic. Yeah. Ever. Right. Of like, no, not only does the church... The, the church has been saying forever that we're politically independent and everybody out there is seeing a wink, wink, right? Whenever we say this and we're not, we're not winking, right? Well, the problem this is that is, they say they haven't been saying be, that they're neutral forever. Like, you, I, do you remember when, I don't think he was president of the church at the time. He was an apostle at the time, but future president of the church, Ezra Benson, actually came out and said, if you vote Democrat, if you don't vote Republican, you're not being a good Mormon. That is true. That was a really long time ago. It was a really long time ago. It's true. Yeah. And he he was... He was a sociopath as far as like Republicans oh, yeah. are concerned. Like that John man, Birch Society guy. Yeah, he was he was super far right. He actually served in the Eisenhower administration. Was it Eisenhower? Who else would it have been? I don't know. Nixon. 
I don't think it was Nixon. I think it was I Eisenhower. Know, like, and it was he's like Secretary of the Agriculture. Or something. Correct. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So anyway, that is interesting. It's going to be interesting to watch to see if this causes any shift. My prediction yeah. is it will not. Yeah, it'll be. Yeah, that'll be really interesting to see. We'll have to. See. It's because, not like because if, if Trump becomes the candidate, Utah will go to Trump. That's just correct. But I think the way that you would see a shift in this, obviously in big votes like that, but I think the way that you would really see it is if you actually started seeing Mormons run as Democrats Mm. in Utah. I like it. Right. I want it. And I I don't know if that's going to happen. They'll still lose, but people will be confused (laughs) when they do it. All right. Uh, I'm going to take us to your old stomping grounds, Oklahoma. Oh, no. Where, <laughs> that's never a good sign. Don't, Dan, don't. Don't bad, do it, Dan. Bad things happen in Oklahoma. There should be a whole new musical about it. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the breakdown of the, of the separation of church and state in these United States has been steady over the last several years, including the uh, Supreme Court being now just don't care about church-state separation anymore. Uh, And Oklahoma has decided that they are going to push the boundaries as far as they can and see what they can get away with. So against the advice of the Oklahoma Attorney General, who literally warned a state school board in uh, Oklahoma uh, the, the, the AG said, don't do this. Uh, it's a very bad idea. Nevertheless, they have agreed to a charter for mm. a, for a school. It is an openly Catholic school online thing. I think, I think it's it a, is an online, online. Yeah. An online school. Uh-huh. Uh, and they have, they have, uh, agreed to it. So, and le- you know, if the courts don't step in, the that will be to be clear a charter school is still entirely funded by public money so it Correct. is a public school which is not supposed to happen uh you're not supposed to have public schools in uh in, that are openly religious that's literally against our constitution and uh as the ag said if you open this up, the he said, quote, the approval of any publicly funded religious school is contrary to Oklahoma law and not in the best interest of taxpayers. Mm-hmm. It's extremely disappointing that board members violated their oath in order to fund religious schools. In doing so, these members have exposed themselves and state to pol- potential legal action that could be costly. But not only that, it means that they can't say no to other charters mm, yeah. they will they'll definitely <laughs> say no once lucian greaves and the satanic temple file their charter which he has already said he, they're looking at doing yeah uh because yeah the satanic because if the catholics can do it why can't the satanists yeah i also school? i also saw that there's uh the universal society of hinduism Mm-hmm. is considering uh, submitting a, an application. They've already filed a thing. Oh, did they really? Yeah. So, I mean, they... How will, it, how it's will... really remarkable that they had such clear guidance from the Oklahoma Attorney General, right? Yeah. Who 
is philosophically largely, I'm sure, on their side. Yes. With like, oh, wouldn't it be great? Right. Right. But the but reality he's also is a lawyer. <laughs> the reality is he understands this this like you this is bad idea. Right. Yeah. Like this is for, this is just you do not know what's coming down the pike. In fact, actually, no, we do know what's going to come down the pike yes. if you do this. Right. And they just wouldn't listen. Yeah. Like what kind of just just obstinate idiots are these people that they yeah. would just be like, no, nah, we're going to do it anyway. And if this were a reasonable time in American history, I would say. And obviously, we know who's going to win on this thing. Right. But, but we it's don't not know. a reasonable time. And we, we have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it may well be that they're fine with being hypocrites. And then, uh, and, and, you know, they'll, they'll do the Christian thing. And then they won't do the, uh, the, the Satanist thing or the Hindu thing or whatever. And then the courts will be okay with that, too. <laughs> for no good reason. Like, right. it. It's a topsy-turvy time here in these United States. Yes, indeed. Oh, geez, Dan. I've got my next story is not not a great one. Uh, I guess also I could tie this into something you were just saying about the Supreme Court, which is we've got a crazy one uh, right now. It's it's a bit wackadoodle. Uh, One of the the crazy things that they've already done uh, was overturning uh, Roe v. Wade. And... Uh, it's created uh, chaos throughout the country with regards to abortion access and yeah. with clin- and women's cl- health care in general. Correct. Uh, with clinics in some states closing and uh, efforts to open uh, new clinics in nearby states is is gearing up. Right. Right. Yeah. Like they're having to uh, these providers are, are having to cross state borders in order to uh, deal with the the influx and, and the increase in demand as women cross the border into neighboring states like Illinois, which uh, is has protected um, abortion in the Midwest. Right. Um, unfortunately, it does mean people have to drive or somehow get themselves there, yeah. um, which is a, a, a burden that, that they should not have to be facing in order to, to seek care. But we have people who are trying to address this need where they can. And uh, one such place is a, 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 a clinic uh, that was being uh, constructed in Danville, Illinois, who uh, a couple of weeks ago was attacked by a 73-year-old man who repeatedly drove his car into the walls of the building um, oh destroying most of the front lobby and the back of the clinic. Officials said the man was arrested before he got a chance to set the building on fire. Um, well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that great? Um, but that's the pictures are like just destruction, like pure destruction. Yeah. I don't know what, like he must've dusted off his like 1970s something <laughs> or other to, to yeah. cause this kind of damage. His Chrysler behemoth. <laughs> So anyway, uh, then uh, this last Monday, um, this would be a little over a week ago when as the show's coming out, another individual um, attacked the, the building and some of the repairs 
that had been done. There were some temporary repairs just to kind of secure the structure to get it closed off from the elements, it sounds like. Uh, and this fellow uh, decided that he was going to rip all of those down. So there's uh, temporary repairs that have been done to the back wall of the building. Uh, and it looks like he was trying to get into the building as well. So now there is a GoFundMe uh, that's up, that's been put up by the Affirmative Care Solutions uh, Midwest Repro- Reproductive Freedom Fighters, I guess. Yeah. And they are, they're, they're trying to raise money because now they, they obviously need to hire, not, not only do they need to repair this building and finish the work, uh, they need to hire security guards and uh, fortify the structure. Uh, here's the thing. I feel, insane. I feel really bad for these people because they have been whipped into a frenzy by their, by their news outlets, by their pastors. Yeah. They believe that murder is happening large scale yeah. at these buildings, which is not what's happening. They're just made to believe that that's what's happening. Yeah. And they, they feel powerless and they feel, and they're, they're, they're someone's yelling at them about it day in day out week in week out and they feel like they need to do something i feel for them i think and i don't like so like i don't want them to be shot by some security guard or whatever so i think they should these clinics should develop a defense system that's like a fire hose that they claim is full of fetal stem cells Jesus that they're Christ. just going to spray everybody with if they come and attack them. You just got finished saying that we shouldn't be playing the game of <laughs> making deep fakes and whatnot. Um, oh, Lord. No, I mean, that's... Yes, that's... Oh, that we could, Dan. <laughs> um, some slurry of some kind. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's but, probably just the slime from the old days in at Nickelodeon or whatever. <laughs> Um, but let's 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 apply some correct terminology here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, these are domestic terrorists. Yeah. I I think that it's important for I, I I applaud you for trying to see the humanity in what's happening right now. But these are people who have been, uh, as you're saying, radicalized. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and and uh, they've taken up an effort to terrorize. I'm sorry, driving your vehicle into and destroying part of a building is domestic terrorism. And it needs to be called, it needs to be called out as such. And it needs to be dealt with as such. Like this, I guess my, my issue is not in not calling it that. I think you're absolutely right. That is what this is. The problem is no one's going after the leaders. No one's going after the, the Osama bin Laden's of this domestic terrorism sell well if we can start getting domestic terrorism as a term to stick to these kind of actions i think then right. that's a logical next step is to then look for the sources right like yep. look for the people who are who are stirring all of this up yep. because this is this, we cannot live in this society this this cannot be allowed to to continue and you know like and I know they're feeling very emboldened right now. And, um, but this also just doesn't feel like the act of somebody who feels like they're winning. Right. Right. Like, like I don't get what, where their, their heads are because they're clearly 
I mean, okay, on the state level, they, ha- they, they I guess they haven't won yet in their minds because <laughs> it is still allowed in certain places. But they got yeah. their big thing. They got the thing that they said they wanted. And Roe v. Wade got struck down, right? That's all yeah. they that's all they ever wanted. But I think what they really wanted was for them for the Supreme Court at the exact same time to say it's illegal everywhere. Yeah. And uh that obviously didn't happen. So there, yeah, it's scary. It's a weird time. Um I, I'm gonna close this out on a lighter note, I think. Oh, good. We um, need that. Do you remember that we had two popes for a good long while there? <laughs> pope one, <laughs> pope there two. Was, there was we we had one pope too many. Uh, maybe we had two popes too many. That that that's a matter of question. But definitely we had more than normal a normal number of popes for a little bit <laughs> because Pope Benedict the sixteenth, I think he he was he retired instead of dying out of the role which he was supposed to do, but die he did eventually, and uh, that has caused a very odd thing to happen which is that he he was not uh, a poor man. He was he was not like those monks that take a vow of poverty. Oh no. <laughs> he he had uh very comfortable salaries and uh and then pensions from some universities where he taught theology. Oh. He wow, had of course, yeah. books that he sold that had done quite well. There is a sum of money. And uh, normally when a pope dies, their money goes to to the Holy See, but because he wasn't technically Pope when he died, things got a little weird. Really? Uh, And they determined that legally his money could be inherited. He didn't have any children, of course, uh, that we know about. Uh, (laughs) But he had uh, cousins. Oh, okay. And technically they could inherit the money. Now, they were all informed of this, they were all in Germany because he was uh, Cardinal Ratzinger before he was the Pope, and he's a, a German, and uh, and so so you know the 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 people at the Holy See, specifically one Archbishop Georg Genschwein, uh, who was the executor of the will, started to call up first cousins to say, hey. Congratulations, you could uh, you could get this money. Hmm. There's a catch, though, and they all seem to know it. And the catch is that if you inherit money from an estate, you also inherit the liability of that estate <gasps> for any uh, any pending legal actions or uh, oh. lawsuits or whatever. Oh. Any legal claims against the deceased then also fall to you. And everybody is turning down the money. Now, they don't know how much it is, but they're all like, no, I'm fine. I'm okay. Thanks, guys. Because, if you'll recall, there are several uh, actions in, uh, in process right now, or at least one action in process and several more potential from when he was a cardinal, or maybe it was an archbishop, when he was an archbishop, and he started, you know, he he did the pedophile shuffle with some of his, uh, some of the guys under him. Oh, and, that's uh, so ripe for a joke, and I just can't. Dude, I mean that was a, that shuffle. was a joke, do and I shuffle. probably shouldn't have. I probably shouldn't have done it. 
Okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. I'm sorry. We're not making light of the pedophilia. Not at all. It's just, it was just sitting there, Dan. But we have to laugh to not cry. Uh, So, so yeah, he, there are like lawsuits pending. Now, those lawsuits should be mostly against the church because that's where the deepest pockets are, but they're also against uh, Ratzinger himself. Hmm. So the family will all thankfully decline. Is that why the church doesn't want it? This must be bad stuff because the church doesn't want this liability either, Dan. (laughs) They're like, the church has got it, whether they want it or not. Let's just get, can we offload some of this liability? How do do we offload it? Well, we could make his estate inheritable. Let's do that. Oh, what's it going to take to put you in this inheritance today? (laughs) Oh golly! Wow, yeah. that's amazing. So yeah. you you take on all the so God, that's that's a shame. What's going to happen to this money, right? Cousin cousin Pope, uh, not a popular, not a popular guy. Apparently, don't mm. uh, don't don't take the money. It's a it's a trick. Yeah. Don't take it. They're like, there's that one Hummel figurine I would like, but yeah. um. There's got, there's got to be one cousin <laughs> who has cancer and just wants to go out with a bang. Yeah, right? that's, that's what, you, what you do. That is what you do. Yeah, like there's got to be. He was 111 years old. There's got to be an 87 <laughs> year old cousin who's like, oh, I'm having a party. <clears throat> Let him try and get me legally. <clears throat> I'm gonna spend it and die. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so there you go. If you would like to comment on this or any of the things that we've talked about today, please feel free to reach out to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. We'd love to hear from you. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around. There's more show coming up. Dan. Yes. So I got a little clippy clip. I want to, I want to play for you a little bit of audio from this week. This is uh, from a source that we tend not to play a lot from because I don't know. Usually there's not not crazy preachers on, but yeah, Yeah. Fox news. Um, (laughs) There's uh, but they obviously espouse uh, Christian nationalist beliefs, I suppose. Over there good, at the Fox News. Christian values. Good Christian values, of course. So here's a clip of a Fox News host by the name of Rachel Campos Duffy. If you don't know who she is, that's fine. I really don't either. I've um, never heard of her in my life. <laughs> it's uh, weird, though. She's on Fox and she's a brunette, which makes me suspicious. <laughs> but Okay. Uh, let's see. So this is on Sunday's. Uh, Fox and Friends program. So okay. it's not the normal Fox and Friends crew, but it's the same setup where there's three people, two men and a woman sitting on a couch. Um, and same Fox, different friends. <laughs> and uh, she sort of, she, she's just saying it. She's, she's like, she, she's, she lives in this world where Republicans are uh, righteous, religious people. And uh, Democrats are godless, evil people. 
Yeah. And uh, disgusting scum of the earth. And she has a theory about why. And I think this is probably a widely held theory amongst people who think like her about why Democrats would, would, would care about, uh, you know, things like the environment and, 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 and making things better in this life. What a bunch of idiots. All right, let's hear her say it. It's so easy to characterize faith as constraining and limiting to you. But when you actually, it is entirely liberating and it creates a sense of freedom that it's not all on you. I can't, right. I'm not perfect. I can't, I don't act perfectly and I can't perfect other people. Uh, it's an amazing. It um, changes the way you look even at politics. So sure. yes. uh, it, it truly does. And sometimes, you know, we look at how hard on the left they play. They really play for keeps. They play in a way that's very, uh, you know, a lot of times conservatives look at it and go, well, why don't we play as hard as them? Well, for them, what, where we live right now, this place, Earth, is it. So everything's on the, on, on the, on the line here for them. Um, they think, as you said, they can perfect this mm -hmm. Earth. Those of us who have faith don't believe that, and we believe how we act here determines where we go after. And so we had to behave. And so even in politics, we don't, you know, we, we, we act within those moral limits. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the, the ends justify the means is sort of the, the yeah. rules for radicals, right? Well, That's not believe, how Christians act. If you believe your personal political opinions are um, on par with the highest of the hierarchies yeah. and you know, equal to faith and religion, then you will, you will go to some of the links that we have seen. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I mean, we're sure. made for religion. So if you don't have, if you don't have a faith, whether it's Hindu, Islam, Christianity, you're going to create one and it could yes. be climate or it could be yourself, as you mentioned. And our system, as our founders repeatedly said, was made for a religious people More and people. entirely incapable for another. <sighs> our system is entirely <laughs> incapable for non-religious people. <laughs> it's it's wild. Okay. Yeah. I, Please explain. They I, I love how they are allowed and by they I kind of mean that entire side of the political spectrum, meaning the extreme right. Mm -hmm. They're just allowed to say sentences <laughs> and then no one requires them to back anything up. Why would they? Like These are all just, people of faith. Just keep saying sentences. Yeah. You just have to feel good about it. You don't have to. I'm it doesn't have make, to be backed up. Right. You just make claims. Yeah. Um, I love, though, this idea that faith gives you freedom. Right. Mm. Oh, it's just, oh, it's just liberating <laughs> to have faith. And it's like, yeah, I guess ignoring reality probably feels pretty liberating. Right. Like yeah. if not being tethered to facts is wow. Yeah. You're, you're free to, you're free just to roam, aren't you? Like Lordy at that point. Mama. It's so, yeah, that literally, uh, I, yeah. If you believe in magic <laughs> and that there's a perfect person who's eventually going to solve all of the problems, yeah. it frees you not to have to think about the problem. <laughs> so I guess that's real, real nice. And like the, their belief in God uh, <laughs> makes them behave and have sort of limits to what they do politically is yeah. so oh wildly laughable and just 
Oh, yeah. They're <laughs> so talking crazy. about how, how the left fights so hard and the right just lackadaisically sits around <laughs> not doing anything. <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? Oh, it's amazing. Did you like, see January 6th? January have you, 6th. Have you have seen the, the results of a 40-year project to, to shift the, the Supreme Court to a radical religious vision of America. Right. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Not- Literally, you guys have caught the left snoozing for 40 years. <laughs> yeah. But I love that they're pushing the opposite narrative. That's oh, insane. Yeah. That's really amazing. Okay. Oh. Well, uh, we had some of our dear, dear listeners write into us. Uh, and call. So, and call. And call as well. We've got Caleb who wrote in, hey, Frank and Dan, Dan and Frank, I can relate to your thoughts in the last episode about what people would think if the LDS church did actual charity with their pile of gold. When I was still religious, I was very proud of the charitable organizations associated with my sect. The Seventh-day Adventists have ARDA, uh, Marantha, Gospel Outreach, and I feel there are some some more. At the time, I was proud to pay tithe and offering mm. uh, because I thought it went to help people in the third world get access to food, clean water, Jesus, yikes, uh, shelter, education, etc. In fact, my grandpa was just telling me uh, the other day about a mission he went on to Idaho with Marantha. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I'm just guessing. Uh and I couldn't help wondering if I should still be donating. Uh, who knows? Maybe I'm just a, I'm still a little brainwashed. I know they're one of the richest flavors of Christianity with all their schools and hospitals and such. I'm sure they thought they were until the whole LDS thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Here's the thing. Do not give no. to religious charities. Yeah. Because I guarantee you, they're not doing as much good as they told you they were doing. Correct. I promise you they're not. Yeah. And also uh, the good is all sort of like laced with Christianity. Yeah. Right? Like it's, it's, it's not, it comes with, with caveats yeah. and, and provisos it's, about like, it's the whole to, like showing up at a soup kitchen and you have to like sit through a little sermon and a prayer. Right. Yeah. Just to get food because you're, you know, otherwise would starve. Right. I think it's like, great to want to give. Great. I think that's fantastic. And there are so many really good secular yeah. organizations to give to. I would admire a Christian soup kitchen that just fed people, but that's not what it is. Yeah. It's feeding and preaching at. Right. And we can say this reasonably confidently, having done zero research into <laughs> ADRA, Marantha, <laughs> gospel outreach. I've done no research into them. I promise you someone will write into us this week, a former Seventh-day Adventist, who can tell us, oh yeah, it's not, it's it it's nowhere near what they're claiming it is. Yeah. Because it never is. Yeah. Ever. Don't give, never give to the Salvation Army. Oh, never, ne- never them. They're awful. I mean, it, it's it, like a lot of they do good. Let's be clear. Let's to be perfectly clear, they do good in the world. But it, but the percent of the money that goes toward good versus the percent of money that goes toward proselytizing or like further marginalizing LGBTQ or mm-hmm. whatever yep. makes it not worth it. 
Correct. That money could go to a secular group that does only good or like, you know, they're all of their charity is actual charity and none of it is Jesusing. And and then you're doing, you know, 30% better good in the world with your money. Sounds That's good to the me. Point. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have, we have a voicemail, do we not? We do, uh, sort of a, a question, somebody looking for, um, a, a, a tip, some suggestions from us. Oh, great. Let's, let's listen in. Hey, Frank and Dan, this is Yulan calling. Uh, I just wanted to congratulate you guys on the 600th episode. Um, I wasn't able to make it to the Q and A session. So I thought I'd ask you a question here on voicemail. Uh, I've been listening to you guys since episode one when I was living in much more religiously uh, censored country, shall we say. And I'm now living in Houston, Texas, been here for a year. And I wanted to know which is the best crazy church that I can visit as a tourist. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to your suggestions and I can make it as one of my activities while living in the U.S. Thank you very much. Absolutely love you guys. Have kept me sane over the years and hope for another 600th episode at least. Thank you very much. Love you guys. Bye. Well, I think the name I heard was Yulan. Does that sound right to you, Frank? That sounds what I like. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for that call. I think that's wonderful. I love the idea that you went from a more religiously like uptight place to Houston. (laughs) I feel like that might have been a lateral move. <gasps> I'm not sure. Uh, but the, but nevertheless, uh, welcome. Uh, congratulations on coming to the U.S. Um, things are not great here. <laughs> anyway, uh, churches that you could go to. I, as a, like a tourist. As a tourist. Here's the thing. You're in Houston. That is Osteen country. Mm, yeah. So you you could go and try and check here here's one thing that i would say is probably a a guideline you're you're not allowed to spend any money mm. you know what i mean okay i don't want i don't want these assholes to get any of your money mm. do you have to pay but to get in to i don't think Osteen's so Church? i don't know uh it it'll be a shit show getting in it's an arena that he has like a big sports arena yeah but that that might be worth giving a shot, uh, you know, uh, if you can figure out how to get in and whatever. But any old, you know, there's other, there's other, there's also like, you know, we we obviously don't live in Houston, but uh, there are crazy places. You could find some Pentecostal, like nutball place there, are, and uh, hear hear some real hooting and hollering in the right part of the country. I'm sure. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's going to be lively. Um, uh-huh. But that would be definitely like any kind of like. Yeah, I mean, you're in the Texas. So, I'm sure has a lot of like that. Um, there's like mega church stuff. Yeah, then, yeah. You and know what there like is really fun. Like you need a church with a fun choir. You need like that is an experience go. to go see. Go go find yourself a black church. Yeah. Uh, cause that's going to be, that's going to be the fun stuff. Yeah. That's going to be the good stuff. Uh, do not go. Uh, do you remember Frank, when you and I went on our road trip through the South mm-hmm. outside of Houston, we actually locked our, we, we went to, to sort of, we saw on the side of the road, 
a uh, it's no, it's in Houston somewhere. We saw a church and we were like, "What is that thing?" So we we better pull over. So we pulled over and then we locked ourselves out of the van. Oh uh, yeah, at, at a at a La Luz del Mundo. Yeah, uh, church. Don't worry about that one. That one's don't just go to that creepo. one. Repo. The yeah the it, the main guy is like in jail now and yeah. there's a whole bunch of problems there. But but you you may have driven past the church. It's it's fancy. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, Thanks for the thanks for the audio for the uh, voicemail. Uh, that was great. Uh, Linda wrote into us to ask, "Did you guys see the CBS Sunday Morning episode about the Great Salt Lake drying up?" I did. Uh, it's happening quickly, and even if you don't give a shit about the birds, there is arsenic and other toxic. Listen, we're keenly aware <laughs> of the fact that there's basically a a toxic bomb threatening <laughs> to go off. Uh, uh, this, all yeah, over, this, all over us. Yeah, the state of the lake comes up in conversation all of the time here. Fortunately, <laughs> like it comes up uh, all the though, time. though we're still in uh, a drought here in Salt Lake City, yeah, or here in Utah in general, this has been a particularly wet year. Yeah, uh, like, it, like the wettest year that we've ever, 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 ever seen. Yeah, since the you know the Mesozoic period or whatever. <laughs> The lake is uh, at least at the moment doing okay. Um, yeah. We it, this year bought us some time, and uh, the, I, I drove out past it uh, just the other day on I eighty, and uh, and and it's 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 up it's up quite a bit. Um, For those of you who don't know, if uh, what Linda's referring to is that if this lake does recede, continue to recede as it has been. Um, because we have a terminal lake. This lake doesn't empty out into anything. Right. All of the water in the in sort of our region just pours into this lake and stops. Yeah, but not enough of the water has been. <laughs> but not but uh, yeah, agriculture and everybody's been using the water and there hasn't been enough coming down from Jesus to replenish. And so it it has been drying and drying and drying. And there's a lot of like really nasty toxic shit in these in the lake bed that a really bad windstorm could just pick up and dump into our air. And then we're all really fucked. Yeah. But I saw that episode of CBS Sunday morning and okay. uh, the, the Marina, if you, if anybody who saw it, if you'll recall, he goes out to the Marina and there's like no water and all the boats are out. The boats are back in tempor- okay. temporarily. So like that, it's a remarkable amount of, of water that's gone into the lake this year. Like it's up like eight or seven, eight, eight or nine feet at this point or something ridiculous. Which is, which is crazy because in the great salt lake, the great salt lake is, has such a, ne- a gentle grade that mm-hmm. that means that it, the, the water level has come out. If it goes up eight feet, it comes out like 400 feet or something yeah. crazy. And, uh, and it is a, like the size of the lake. It's just absolutely massive. So it, it's, you, I can't even comprehend how much water that is. Indeed. It's a, a huge amount of water. I should say, Linda goes on to say, I would love to see the LDS, the LDS church be forced to spend their ridiculous stockpile of money to trying to save that piece of the planet. I yeah. don't know that that's what would happen. I don't think anyone will ask it. I don't think because um, our, our sh- politics is, uh, yeah, I mean, so it, it's a, uh, 
a, a drop in the bucket, let's say. Um, but the the church did uh, make a sizable water contribution to the lake. They 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 gave share their some shares of the water that flows out of I think Bear River. I might be wrong about that. That flows into the lake. They gave those to um, this sort of nascent entity that is going to be able to actually hold water rights for the lake, which mm. it's never been able to in the past. It's very complicated, weird water issues, water rights issues stuff. Um, but um, they actually, they and they said that this was the first of many gifts, that, but it was the easiest and most obvious one for them to give because it's actually at, these rights are at basically the mouth of the river. And so they know that nobody else is going to be able to capture these rights. Interesting. Right. Like, because that's the problem is a lot of people are leery to give up their rights of Anyway, this is, I could keep going for a long time. And this is, thank God I'm atheist. Not, thank, right. thank no, God the thank lake God. might actually survive. <laughs> so. Thank God the Great Salt Lake. Anyway, uh, <laughs> thanks for writing in, Linda. Yeah. Uh, we, we could go on about this for a long, long time. <laughs> so uh, probably best that we move on. Brian and others wrote into us about a certain topic. And we're going it, it, to, it, it, it's not going to be our springboard, but it, it'll be a teaser for what's to come. What's coming next? Uh, yeah. Brian wrote, I think you guys can take full responsibility for Pat Robertson's demise after your 600th episode <laughs> comments. Good job. Let's see what you can do about Putin, Kim Jong-un, oh. and Trump. Please keep this going. Another <laughs> listener had the same idea and said, can you talk about how surprised you guys are that Kenneth Copeland is still alive next week? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's uh, funny. We did talk about uh, Patty Boy. We haven't, we hadn't talked about him for a while, and then he died. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> uh, so yes, uh, we'll get we'll we'll get to more of that later on. Do we have some folks to thank before we do that? Uh, we do indeed, Dan. We actually have a couple new uh, patrons over on Patreon. We have uh, a new teacher by the name of Rob. Well done, Rob. Welcome, Excellent. welcome, Rob. And uh, we have a new elder by the name of Gunkle Mike. Gunkle Mike, way to make it into the Melchizedek priesthood. Uh, you guys both have new magic powers that uh, that apparently I think can we can now confidently say can be used to kill prominent pastors uh, <laughs> out in the world. So that's good. Uh, and we also had somebody increase their pledge. Um, uh, up to the prophet, seer, and revelator Whoa, level. Uh, we got a new prophet. Prophet Joseph, not the first, but uh, Prophet Joseph, <laughs> the second, maybe. Yeah, and then as always, Dan, we do have our our uh, top patron, our Lord and Savior. It's somebody new, but actually not new. We're going back to somebody. Davis! Oh. Davis! Woohoo! Well done. If you'd like to join them, please do go to our website, thankgodimatheist.com, and click on the support tab. More show coming up. Franklin. Dan? It, it is a time of national mourning. <laughs> And maybe some celebration. And a little bit of schadenfreude, or maybe all of the schadenfreude in the world. <laughs> it's time for a fuck eulogy. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, Pat Robertson, everybody, if you haven't 
Heard is dead. Gordon <laughs> for his friends. I thought it was Marion. Oh yeah, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I thought it was Gordon. I, Maybe I'll it's Gordon Marion, it Marion Gordon. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, anyway, who knows? Uh, but he's dead. That's what we oh. do know. Yeah. Finally, he was 190 years old. He was 93. I'll tell you what: the painting of him, uh, so that that has been like getting ill. I'm trying to do a like a. Dorian Gray thing, but no, he was aging. So what am I? What am I thinking? <laughs> there's just a there's a very young a painting, young of, painting him of him that stays that, that stayed, stayed the same. Young. <laughs> That's quite the Dorian Gray joke. He pulled a reverse Dorian Gray. <laughs> it happened. Oh. Marion Gordon. We were both right. <laughs> All right. Well. um, yeah, so his portrait not looking so good these days. Um yeah. but he uh he's passed and it's given us a moment to maybe uh reflect on a life well lived. Oh my god. Uh, the and the damage that some he, of its he did to this country. The world has lost some of its best jowls. Can we just say that? Oh golly. No, he did some real damage with that whole CBN crap. Oh my Christian God. Christian Broadcasting he, Network. He re like, I mean, I think he is one of the architects mm -hmm. of the shit that we've been talking about. Yeah. Like the com the combining of like Republican mm -hmm. party politics and uh you know, nutball Protestant uh evangelical Christianity mm -hmm. happened on purpose and he was one of the key architects of that happening yeah so um, thank you yeah real real nice <laughs> uh he he was a weird one mm -hmm. he he is one of the guys that like you know blamed 9-11 and hurricane katrina on you know gay people and women who have abortions mm-hmm but then also like every now and then he would be like oh no tornado that the tornadoes that are hitting, that's not God. That's just, look, let me explain weather phenomenon. And then he went into a meteorological dissertation. <laughs> yeah. He, so. he, he was, he was a strange one. Um, I saw a clip of him, uh, not too long ago, uh, when he was still hosting the 700 club of him talking about potentially getting AIDS from, uh, HIV AIDS from like towels, <laughs> and right. uh people that don't go to san francisco because they like they'll shake your hand and they'll be like wearing a ring that will like slice you and, and give you give you aids that's right and that's he, right they've they've got aids purposefully aids giving yeah but that's ring what, prickers yeah and that's that's what that's what the homosexuals do right and these are what these kind are of like bizarro James Bond world was he living in? Well, but these were like urban legends that I remember hearing similar sorts of things when I was a child in the eighties, right? Yeah, like like these were things that people said, right? Like like the, I remember it, it, the one that circulated around where I lived at the time was uh, never get your your the if you buy soda from a machine, be sure to use exact change. Or just leave the change in the machine because if you reach in there, there might be a razor blade with AIDS on it. Oh my God. Right. And it's just like, 
it's like what the fuck well why isn't there just shards of glass with aids in it you know all around the soda right like yeah. that's a ha- place where i'm reaching in too like like this is like you you guys are just like the these little urban legends circulated everywhere and you know this 90 year old man is was still spreading them on the air pat, pat as of like buddy, 3 years ago literally if the gay community was out killing people and giving people aids you would have died a long time ago you would have been a target buddy you wouldn't have made it to 90 <laughs> they would have got you yeah if they if that's what they were doing yeah yeah well, this is a guy yeah he he was a nutball yeah and he and, yeah and we can really thank him for a lot of this shit yeah so, so like but here's the deal like i saw a lot of celebrating online right mm. i saw a lot of people sort of cheering and and being very excited the news it was big news to to, to share right yeah and uh a lot of you know ding dong the witch is dead and blah 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 that that sort of stuff and i'm like yeah at 93 like we we could have the celebration for this man dying was 30 years ago <laughs> right like yeah it, it it sorry oh wow i'm celebrating and i'm so excited that a 93 year old died that you know yeah like not exactly surprising that this happened right like no. it, it's it's nice to know that the thing that is going to happen to all of us death just happened naturally to this guy right Cool. Yeah. And and he <laughs> he had he had kind of he had definitely slowed down. He was probably not doing much harm anymore. Yeah. But Frank, we can celebrate the the end of the the absolute final end of an era of of evil. Like I I can we can we uh I remember a certain Scalia dying, right? And whoa. Yeah. Antonin Scalia, he's dead. Whoa, this is awesome. Oh, cool. Now Clarence Thomas has space to spread his ill, his his evil in the yeah. world. And he has like the supermajority on the Supreme Court. Like sometimes when these people die, it's there's somebody something worse is about to happen. I don't want to be a pessimist, <laughs> right? But you're being a pessimist, Frank. <laughs> it's happening. I just like, okay, cool. Like there was, there was the moment when I heard this news on what, like, what was it? Thursday. Right. Like I was like, oh yeah. Oh, cool. Finally. <laughs> right. Yeah. Finally. I thought he was never going to die. And then it's like, well, cool. Okay. He got to live okay. 93 years. You know, it's funny when you told me that you had a take. <laughs> Uh, for this i thought maybe it was going to be about you know civility or you know give the family some time to mourn before we really shit no no i did not see the the world's gonna get fucking worse and this means nothing like the nihilism of your take was not what i was predicting uh so okay i'm not saying it's going to get worse i'm just saying i won't be surprised when it does (laughs) yeah i mean that's kind of what we've gotten used to at this point right but but okay uh it didn't wants to bring us all down it didn't feel as good as i thought it would dan (laughs) that's what i'm saying (laughs) 
<laughs> oh man. Yeah, there you go. It's a disappointing time for all of us. <laughs> Will somebody please start getting to some of these assholes earlier? <laughs> the I think the age rings aren't working, guys. Uh, I don't know what's happening. Oh god. Yeah. Died of all old right. age. Great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I mean, well, I mean, but the problem is that we don't believe in magic. I know. And we don't believe in killing the guys. Right. So it's like, that's what we get. Right. And we don't get anything good. We don't even get the satisfaction of knowing that they, that they got to realize, right, in their death that they were wrong. Right. Like, right. because at least like, if you're a believer and like you're, like, you're some sort of like, you know, Mormon who hates some, you know, Catholic over there. You're like, oh, when that when that asshole dies, he gets to find out that I'm right and he's been wrong, right? Right. And we just oh, yeah. don't fucking get that. And that the smug pisses- satisfaction that they all get. <laughs> I saw I saw plenty of people online going, oh, now is the time. I wish hell was real. Yeah. Now yeah. is the time. I guess that's a similar sentiment. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, we're not them. So uh, we, alas, we will just have to deal with, uh, with, we, you know, our lives are good. I'm happy that, uh, I'm glad he's dead. I don't care about him anymore. And, uh, and, you know, we'll fight the good fight. We'll keep going. But, uh, but, but for right now, I'm just gonna, I'm just, I'm just glad we don't have to hear that voice anymore. That's, until we play some clip of it. Until we play another clip. We'll may, who knows? We may <laughs> we may dip back into that well. You never know. But there you go. He's over. Our show's over. Let's just call it a day. Uh, if you would like to write into us and tell Frank how his take made you feel, you're welcome to do so. <laughs> Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com is the email address. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click the, li- the like button. That's the one. Or, or maybe and, uh, go and join one of our members only lounges. They're awesome. There's one on Facebook. There's one over on Discord. Uh, go to our website, thankgodimatheist.com slash members only. Yeah, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their fine music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. We sure do appreciate it. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. I did a whole show with COVID.